Oxford University Open Day, not being defined by your grades, and what stops us learning. I'm Jonathan Tinnaker, and this is Better Uni Choices. This week, I give you the rundown on my top 10 learnings from attending a University of Oxford Open Day earlier in the summer. We learn that grades are not everything, not by a long shot. We also find out what one of the main barriers to learning is, and it's not what you might expect. So let's start with the top 10 things I learned at the University of Oxford Open Day. Well, in the summer, I was staying with my brother in London, and his niece had booked to attend to the Oxford Open Day. Would I like to go along with them, they asked. Well, in my 30-plus years working in universities, I've visited Oxford numerous times, and I've shared a stage with University of Oxford admissions tutors even more often. But I've never been to an open day there, and I've never been right inside any of the individual colleges. I couldn't resist the opportunity. I've also been involved in delivering more than 100 open days and visit days across eight different universities, and so the chance to be on the other side for a change was too good to miss. So, what did I learn from my visit? Well, quite a lot, but I'll break it down into just 10 areas where I was either surprised, delighted, or slightly disappointed. So, number one, the beauty you see in the pictures is real. Some of the Oxford colleges really are as stunning as you'd expect. Our first college visit was Modelling College, and the first impressions were incredible. I know that choosing Oxford is about far more than just the buildings, but at Modelling, the grounds and the buildings were just magical. A few college visits later, and we had plenty of confirmation that Oxford really is a spectacular place. The expression Ivory Towers just doesn't capture it. Even comparisons to the world of Harry Potter fall short. Privilege is everywhere, and the students who are able to get into the majority of these esteemed colleges will have an amazing place to live and study. Two, well, the picture is not quite the same everywhere. I'll be honest, a number of the colleges had accommodation, libraries and other social facilities that really were not up to scratch for a world-class university. I'll spare the colleges from a name and shame list, but there were residences that I would have been embarrassed to take visitors to in any of the universities that I have worked at. Some of the college libraries, too, were in dire need of refurbishment, rebuilding or even replacement. I have to say this surprised me. Three, Oxford can be a very cheap place to study. Who knew? I certainly didn't. Oxford is way cheaper than you might expect and significantly cheaper than most universities that I'm familiar with. Typical accommodation at the colleges we visited would work out at between £4,500 and £5,000 for the three terms, though you may have to move your things out during holidays. This is about as cheap as you'll find anywhere. Food in college is also insanely cheap. Breakfast and main dinner dishes in college refectories can cost from £2.50, and full formal dining is as little as £8 for three courses. Four, internships are there to give you real-world skills. There are fantastic internship programmes available in much larger numbers than I would have expected. The Career Service told me of some 1,200 micro-internships offered annually. These can be used as a gateway to around 500 paid summer internships. OK, these are not the sort of internship numbers you'll find at many universities. But for students who fear that studying at such an academic institution 
could lead to a problem developing real-world skills, the addition of paid internships sounds like the perfect answer. 5. The selection interviews they hold are essentially aimed at replicating a tutorial, so they can see whether you have the potential to excel in their tutorial system. They are therefore not about finding out what you know. Instead, they are all about testing how you respond to things you don't know. So don't be surprised if they take you right outside of your comfort zone. 6. New this year, the Astrophoria Foundation Programme. They have a new, fully in-house foundation programme available. It's a one-year, fully funded course for UK students with significant potential, but severe disadvantage or disrupted education. A pass at the right level means guaranteed progression to your chosen course. Uh, most, but not all, courses are available. This year they had around 500 applicants for 50 places. If you get an offer, though, it will be a full three A-level grades below a standard year one offer. The deadline for applying is the standard January UCAS deadline, not the early October Oxbridge deadline. And for more information, see foundationyear.ox.ac.uk. That's foundationyear.ox.ac.uk. Seven, unique summer schools. They also run UNIQUE, that's spelt U-N-I-Q, an intensive two-day residential for around 1,350 Year 12 school students, again UK state schools only. It is preceded by online workshops in March and there's follow-up admission support too, and it's free. This is an amazing opportunity to get to know the university and get the best possible support if you're considering applying. So head across to uniq.ox.ac.uk. Number eight, um, Oxplore, home of big questions. I was also introduced to this, Oxplore, spelled O-X-P-L-O-R-E, uh, a terrific website for 11 to 18-year-olds which enables you to engage with life's big questions. It's ideal preparation for the sort of discussions you could have at Oxford during the interview process. Give it a go at oxplore.org. Oxplore.org. Uh, number nine, uh, the most popular course at Oxford is, well, it's computer science um, as measured by applicants per place. It had a crazy 18 applications per place last year, and economics and management was not far behind. Number 10, choosing a college. Well, my day left me with really mixed feelings about how to go about choosing a college. On one hand, you really do want to choose a college that has decent rooms for you to live in and nice study spaces. On the other hand, the level of privilege available at every single college suggests that you will have an amazing experience whichever you choose. Now, we were told very clearly by the central admissions team that from an admissions perspective, there are no advantages of applying to any specific college or to the open pool, and that around one third of students enter a college they did not choose. So if you think Oxford is for you, then I'd really suggest this. Head to an open day. Try to find a college that looks like it's the best fit for you. But don't be too worried if you manage to get a place at a different college. They are all incredible in their own way and Oxford really is quite a place. Now let's move on to this week's Did You Know? 
and it's this. You are not your grades. Whether it's GCSEs, A-levels, class tests or mock exams, the pressure on students to get good grades can be immense. But I repeat, you are not your grades. You are way more than that. You are your knowledge, your skills, your creativity. You are your experiences and your relationships. You are everything you have ever done and everything you can and will do in the future. You are your highs, you are your lows, your strengths and your weaknesses. You are your hopes and your dreams. You are everything you mean to your family and your friends and much, much more. You are not defined by your grades. So, if you get brilliant grades in your next set of exams, then well done. But if you don't, just remember all the other things you are brilliant at. They will carry you through. And this week's quote of the week comes from Claude Bernard, a 19th century French physiologist. And he says, It is what we know already that often prevents us from learning. Now, I'm a classic example of this. For most of my life, I was so overconfident. I had no real concept of how much better I could be if I only spent more time and effort learning new things. Next week, we look at the top 10 things I learned at the University of Cambridge Open Day. For now, thank you for listening. See you next time. 